bonus episode of the podcast, we take a look at the two big European games coming up tonight and on Sunday. Will Inter Milan or Sevilla clinch the Europa League title tonight? And will it be Bayern Munich or PSG who walk away with the biggest club football prize of them all on Sunday in the Champions League final? So sit back, relax, crack open a cold one and welcome to Four Manx, One Toffee, Extra Time. We're talking about who's going to win the Europa League final between Sevilla and Inter Milan, and then who's going to win the Champions League final on Sunday between yeah. Paris Saint-Germain and uh, yeah. Bayern München. Well, fucking hell. That couldn't have been an easier question on the Champions League final. I don't, I, I don't even think it's up for a debate who's going to win that. It's just by how many goals Bayern Munich are going to win it by. That's your, that's your debate. Do we, uh, we get to the more worthwhile debate, which is how the game's going to go between Inter Milan and Sevilla, which is quite, even though Inter Milan swept Shakhtar aside, I think that's a more even game than people are giving it credit for. I think Sevilla are going to make a real game of that. I think it's going to be the better of the two football games, personally. I think, I think as, a, as a footballing standpoint and two teams that, like you said, are pretty evenly matched. If they go for it like they've gone for it in their semi-finals, I mean, I know Sevilla sat and defended really well against us. And if Martial could have finished his dinner, we'd have been through. Mm. But, um, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm actually looking forward to that game more than the other one. As an actual, as a 90-minute match, I think the quality on, the, on showing that game it's just going to be end to end. I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I think it'll be the more the more cagey of the affairs. I think that it'll be a tale of defence and attack, but I think that it'll be defence that overcomes the attack. I don't think there'll be many goals. I think Sevilla will win personally. I just think you know how many times have we seen them win in that competition recently? I just it's theirs to lose in my opinion. Inter Milan. This is the first major trophy final that we've seen them in since we were probably all kids so like they've gone through the transition they're obviously obviously shown now that they're a force to be reckoned with in Europe again which is great because I personally loved watching Inter when I was a kid and Italian football what it was what it hasn't been for a long time apart from Juventus and uh, it's good to see another Italian team in a final but I just think that Sevilla have been there too often and know what, what they're coming up against. I um, I was going to say that, I mean, the last time we saw Inter, just to build on what you just said then, Josh, the last time we saw Inter in the final was Jose against Bayern, wasn't it, in the Champions League. But, Dale, you said all along, haven't you? Like, credit credit where credit's due. You said all along Sevilla were going to win the competition. So, you obviously saw something halfway through that performance against Wolves when we, were, when we recorded the last podcast to suggest, like, yeah, They've got enough about them to clinch this. Yeah, I just think obviously with it with, with the teams that were that were left in it, um, obviously Sevilla, you know, they won it was it five times did I say in the last fifteen, twenty years, whatever it is. Um and like I say, just playing off what, what Lee said regarding Arsenal in the FA Cup, um, probably sort of their competition. Um obviously think just thought Seville 
would go and do something sort of similar. Um, but I mean, uh, currently, I think they're on a 20 game unbeaten run as well at the minute, Seville. Um, but I think Inter Milan themselves, I think they're on about a 10 11 game unbeaten run as well. And they've been, they've been you know, fantastic since the restart, especially in Europa League. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it will be a tight game. Um, I can I, I can probably see both teams scoring, but maybe Seville nicking it, maybe two one, possibly. Um, but yeah, I, for me it's yeah I think I think Seville will go on and win. Um, yeah, I think the last time Inter Milan was in the final or European final was about ten years ago. I think. Would it have not been so, that Champions League final against Barcelona where Milito scored? Was it that one? It was against Bayern, won it uh, yeah. at, the, at the Bernabeu. What a player! What, no, a, what, what, what a reference! Milito was. Milito. Javier Zanetti had the game of his life playing CDM. Moved him from right back to play centre midfield in that game, and an absolute that, masterclass. That that was like Zanetti's sure. like my brother's favourite player, and that game I think just just solidified it how good he was. I'm going the opposite way. I think Kenner are taking this personally. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just think where we struggled against Sevilla with the defense, with I mean, our two goals that we conceded were poor mistakes. We we can point fingers at all four defenders for both the goals. For once, we can't point the finger at here, which was is nice to do for a change. Um, but I back Inter Milan's defense to not make them mistakes. I think the Inter defense has been solid all season. And I back Lukaku to not miss as many chances as we did. I think him and Martinez together are forming some sort of partnership. And I also think because it's not us, because it's Inter Milan, they aren't going to defend us hard, Sevilla. Like they threw every man and the dog against us because it would the game was completely against them. I think they reckon they've got a fair shot against Inter Milan, and it might be a case of they might get caught out for not defending as hard as they did. But I can just see, I can see Lukaku going on scoring again, breaking every record that Ronaldo ever set in Milan, because he's broke almost all of them. And yeah, I can see him taking it. Do you not think, like, Sevilla would focus on being very defensive in this game though after that semi-final? Because we all knew that Inter were going to knock Shakhtar. I mean, did anyone give Shakhtar any hope in hell at all? But 5-0, I mean, 5-0 is a good result. And Shakhtar, they're not a bad team. Like, they've got a lot of good players. They've always had a bit of a weird link with Brazilian players for some reason. They've always had a strong Brazilian contingent. It's quite un- yeah. I didn't you see 5-0. You can't be that bad to get this far in the competition. Like, you no. shouldn't really be beating anybody 5-0 at this point in a, in, in a European competition. It just shouldn't happen, really. It should be really cagey. You should be very equal in possession, attacking defence. I, it was a shock for me. I didn't expect it. I, I expected an Inter win, but like a a two nil or a two one, not not a five nil. You wouldn't I think expect. Was, I think. Go on, Dale. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. I think it was one nil for about fifty minutes, sixty minutes, yeah, and then the right. floodgates opened after that. Um, but I don't know. That's just what I can see happening there. now, I don't know. I think I just think. Seville, they just seem to find a way to win. I don't, I don't know how they yeah. do it. They just do. I mean, they rolled the luck against us. They had, what did they have? Probably two chances all game and they scored them both. You know, they got every 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 man and his dog behind the ball. 
you know, even against Wolves, they could have easily been one nil down after whatever it was, ten minutes. Grinded that out, got a, got a pretty late winner. They just, yeah, they just seem to just find a find a win somehow. Because um, yeah, I just, that's how I just think it's going to play out again. They'll just find a way to win. I was going to say to Josh when he said you shouldn't be beating teams this badly at this stage of the competition. Bayern Munich, yeah, says hold my sauerkraut, mate. Eight two in a quarter final against Barcelona. <laughs> you won't. I personally we'll, don't want to see something like that again. We we'll get on to we'll get on to Bayern Munich in a minute. I think we all have a lot to say. It's interesting. I've just I've just dragged up Skybet then um, to see what the bookies are looking at, and the bookies got into favourites. Uh, two two point one for Inter, three point five for Sevilla, and a draw is three point four. So I don't know. It, I'd be tempted to put it's, money it's on Sevilla. It's going to come down to bottle. Yeah, it's going to come down to bottle at the end of the day. Like I said, Inter haven't been here in a long time. Sevilla have been here quite regularly as well. Yeah. Um, I personally think Inter will win, but if they are going to win, it's what Dale said, where Sevilla just know how to win, and it is their competition. Like history is on their side. Hmm. I'm just um, sorry, Collins. I'm just looking at the because I'm I'm going off what Dale said, where they've gone on an unbeaten run, Sevilla. So I wanted to check it out who did actually played and who the last defeat was against. So I'm looking on one of my apps on my phone. So. The last league defeat, Sevilla, was away to Celta Vigo and it was 2-1. And I know for a fact, because I've watched a fair bit of Spanish football, that Celta Vigo are no pushovers. They usually do a job against Barcelona. It's never easy for Barcelona against Celta Vigo. But then before that, other than cup games, it's Real Madrid away. You know, a game that I wouldn't expect Sevilla to be winning at the Bernabeu, to be honest. And that was only 2-1. So... The defeats that they've actually had in maybe the last 30 games are only really to Celta Vigo away, a good team, and then Real can Madrid. I pause you, can I pause you on Celta Vigo? I don't mean to mug you off. They survived relegation by one point this season. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> when you said it, I was like, I've watched Celta Vigo this season. They are dog no. shit. I don't mean this season, just like over the last three or four years. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, been a solid, they've been a solid team. Yeah, they have it's been a, a very, very solid team. A bit, I, I, don't, I mean, I didn't know that about them finishing 17th in the table. I, I really didn't expect that, to be honest. Um, they've been really when cool. I, when I've watched them against Barcelona, because I do follow Barcelona when I watch them on telly, whenever Barcelona plays Celta Vigo, they usually come unstuck. They're a bogey team for Barcelona. So yeah. I just expect, and Celta Vigo have been in European spots in the last five years, if I remember right. So they've obviously just had a very bad year. They had a stinky um, season. Yeah, they must have done. But I mean, to beat Sevilla, they're obviously they've obviously just had a very bad season, and then show the true colours maybe on that day. But well, they yeah. drew with Barcelona in the. Uh, I think it. I think it ended up being the game that cost Barcelona the league, um, yeah. and <laughs> the whole fucking internet was going mad at Nolito who by the way is the shithouse signing of the season where yeah. Tel Vigo were granted access to sign a defender under emergency circumstances and went to sign a striker brilliant <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he missed an open goal from about four yards out uh, in the last minute which would have handed the title to Madrid but they won it in the game anyway uh, but yeah 
they're no mugs. They've just had a shitty season. Mm. Last goes then, boys. I, I think Sevilla are gonna. I think Sevilla are gonna make it six. I, I agree. I agree with Dale. I agree with Josh to a degree as well. I think Inter Milan, as good as they have been, um. I just gonna. I think it's gonna get to about 60, 70 minutes. It's gonna be within touching distance, maybe nil-nil or a one-one. And I think Sevilla are just gonna find a way to to grab that odd goal. And they've shown that once you can get the noses in front, that the nigh on impossible at times to break down. They're just so compact at the back. They defend very centrally, um, and the way that Inter Milan play. I mean, compared to like the likes of the formations that you see, like the likes of Oz and Liverpool and and even Bayern to a degree as well, play at the moment. Inter Milan are a bit more uh, old-fashioned in their setup, obviously with the two big men up front. Um, and I just don't think they're going to have a plan B to be able to break them down and get an equalising call. So I'm going to say 2-1 as well. I'm, I'm going to go controversial. Well, I'm going to say 3-1 Inter Milan. <laughs> I just, I just can see it. I can just see they've got that quality up front with Martinez, Lukaku, Eriksen on the bench. You know, they play a really solid five at the back. It wouldn't shock me to see Alexis Sanchez come on and score a goal just to rub salt in the wound completely for United fans. Um, yeah, I, I'm going 3-1 in there. I feel like, Dale, you said 2-1 as well, haven't you? Uh, Josh has disappeared from the screen for a yeah. second. So I'm going to pass on the message from the group chat from Lee. He's, uh, he's obviously not here at the moment. Lee said that Sevilla had win 3-0 on Jesus Navas would grab them all. So I'm the only one uh, <laughs> I'm the only... <laughs> So I'm the only one going in there. You're probably right. To be honest, Danny, like they're the favourites for a reason, aren't they? And that semi-finals performance against Shakhtar was—it wasn't so much a demolition as it was just clinical. Like every single time they got through on goal and got a clear chance, it was in the back of the net. Wasn't it? What are you saying, Josh? Score? Um, one-one into extra time. Sevilla to nick a cheeky little winner in extra time. That's what I'm going to say. I do think it. As I as I go back to what I said initially, I do think it's going to be. Uh, KG, but I just think that there are probably, I mean, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable on this, but there are probably about four or five players in that Sevilla team that have already won it with them. So they know what to expect. They've been there. You know, they're, they're going to rise to the occasion. They're not scared of the occasion. I mean, it's not your normal occasion, is it? It's not going to be a, a, a stadium packed full of fans, unfortunately. But the you know it's for for a football you're still going to be nervous. It's going to mean an awful lot to you, and I just think that this you know because they've been there before, they know what it means to win it. I just I'm just going to give them that slight edge to nick a winner. I'd like to see pens to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be nice a nice change in a, in a European yeah. final to see some pens, and for it to be on the brink you know on a knife point, but. We've not really seen any of them so far in any of the games, have we? You know, like they've kind of the latest is they've got to extra time and it's kind of been clinched there. Um, you boys, I just want to drag it back to the beginning of the chat when you said that Sevilla and Inter Milan would be the better game of the two. Um, PSG and Bayern Munich both have absolutely no defence whatsoever and mm -hmm. are formidable going forward in, on both counts. So, what part of you all think that Sevilla and Inter Milan is going to be the better game? 
when it's probably going to be about 17 all between PSG and Bayern. <laughs> I think I definitely said that first. I, um, I can genuinely see it being a big midfield battle. I think, I, th- I think the midfields are going to cancel them out completely, especially with... Um, it, it depends on the both set up. I don't know if uh, Verratti's fit or not for PSG, whether he's back or not, because um, I didn't catch much of their game the other night. Um, I don't know. I can just... I think I've been let down by Champions League finals one too many times. Um, they, we've, had, we've had a fair few. Last year's was the ultimate disappointment, wasn't it? Where we fought all-English final. We're in for a bloody brilliant game. And it was probably the worst Champions League final we've seen since AC versus Inter at Old Trafford in 2003. <laughs> I mean, talk about boring. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, I, took, um... I, think there will be, I think there will be goals. I think there will be goals. Um, Bayern, Manuel Neuer's obviously is still one of the best keeps in the world. Oh, yeah. Prove that the he's other facing... Yeah, exactly. He's facing Mbappe and Neymar. He doesn't face Mbappe and Neymar. I mean, Neymar can't hit a barn door, but Mbappe definitely can. It's the pace. It's the pace that you don't come across every day, isn't it? Both of those players are absolute athletes. How often do you come across players like that? They can probably both run 100 metres in like 11.04 seconds. For fuck's sake. <laughs> for, for people who don't understand that reference, Josh <laughs> ran that in high school and has just not let it go for the majority of his adult life. And, and neither would I if I did it as well. <laughs> what, would, what will be interesting to see is where or how Bayern try to stop Mbappe's pace. Now, they could, they've been playing Kimmich at right back uh, recently, where I think he's probably better in the centre midfield. He's, he's definitely better as a centre midfielder. I could genuinely see them maybe altering the pitch slightly and putting Alfonso Davis out on the right because that kid is fucking rapid. Yeah, he is. And he's probably the only player in that team that could keep up with Mbappe. Because if they put Benjamin Pavard in, who is back from injury, Pavard against Mbappe. See you later. You've got no chance. He's he's not as good a left back as Andy Robertson, though, is he? <laughs> he's, be- he's the best left back in the world, and I called that on podcast one. At me now. <laughs> Credit where credit's due. You did exactly that. <laughs> he's brilliant. He's he's absolutely fantastic, and he's nineteen years old. He's, the I- kid's nineteen. Did they sign him from Montreal? Is that yes? Is that the yeah. So yeah. I remember watching it the other night, and they said that if they win the Champions League, they have to pay them an extra million, pay Montreal yeah. an extra million or something like that. They got him at nine, and they have to pay an extra million, so ten tops for him. What a steal! What yeah. great transfer dealing that is by Bayern Munich. Unreal. That, is, that assist for the Kimmich goal the other day might be one of the best assists I've seen for years. The fact that he rinsed about four players, stood Semedo up, danced with him for about five minutes, and then got through the whole byline and squared it back. 
it's you can tell he's a former winger. You can tell he's a winger that's had to do a job at left back, but he's learning how to play left back now. And mm. yeah, he's brilliant. But it'd be interesting to see whether they ship him over to right back to try and deal with Mbappe, because Kimmich is not blessed with pace, Pavard is not blessed with pace, and Boateng, who hasn't got it anyway, is now injured. So Nicolas mm. Sula is going to be in, who is also not blessed with pace. And they play such a high line that, yeah, that's where the goal is going to be because all it's going to take is one through, ball through, and Mbappe will be cleaning every time. And based on what I saw the other night, you know, Bayern Munich set up in a way where they very rarely get teams attacking at them anyway. Like they obviously keep the ball so well, it's very rare that a team gets an opportunity to run at them. There was a couple of occasions. And and they probably should have they probably should have scored at least two goals, Leon, before Bayern yeah. scored at least two. Um, I'm I'm shocked by the scoreline. To be honest, I've, Leon did themselves a massive injustice with the opportunities that they had. From what I saw, because I was just keeping an eye on it, like I wasn't watching it sort of intently, but. Um, it should have been closer than what it was in the end, that scoreline, because the opportunities they had. But Bayern Munich don't really concede many opportunities. And when they do, they usually deal with it quite well. So it will be interesting to see a very fast attacking team go at them. Yeah. That's what I mean. If, they, if they've got Pavard fit, as slow as he is, it then frees up Kimmich to move into the midfield and just snuff out that pass immediately. Mm. And that... Like you said, if they can snuff out the through balls, because I know Ander Herrera, who played brilliantly against Leon, if they can snuff out his through balls, if they can control Neymar, they're going to. You snuff out Mbappe if you snuff out Neymar, because you can't find him. Di Maria will be the X Factor, I think. I honestly think that Bayern are not going to change a thing. I think they just do not give a fuck what PSG have or what PSG are going to do. I think they are literally just set up to say, come and have a go at us. If you score one, great. If you score two, great. We'll score three. If you score three, we'll score four. I The way they attack is just so so dynamic. Like They can do it every which way. They can play long balls over the top and be a threat. They can run it down the wings, get crosses in and be a threat. They can play that early ball into the box and be a threat. They can play it through the middle and be a threat. They can send through one of the... the I mean, I was going to say top two, like Gnabry, Nabry, I don't know how you pronounce Nabry. it. Nabry, <laughs> Lewandowski, I was going to say that's their two sort of focal points, but bloody hell, you got, you got Mueller. It's just so many players on that team that can score goals. I saw a stat. What was the stat that come out? He's one of the centre-backs, I think, for Bayern the other night. He's the only player in that team who's not scored a goal for them this season. That's unreal. Every single one of them is shipping in. They're just a threat from all over the park, and I just don't think they're going to be asked about how how many goals PSG are going to score. I think they're just going to be confident they can score more. The killer sign was when Alaba scored that own goal the other day and was just laughing like that. <laughs> that is, if you've ever seen danger, it's a player of Alaba's quality laughing because he scored an own goal. It's like you have no idea what's going to happen to you right now. It's just oh no, we'll have to score right now. <laughs> 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 Can they do it on a cold Tuesday night? 
in Stoke, though. <laughs> Bojan could, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, Boyan. And he corrected everyone. Uh, <laughs> what, what a player he was. Dale May. The, the next Messi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dale, mate, I've, uh, going off your messages in the group this week, I know you've got very strong opinions about what's going to happen between Bayern and Paris Saint-Germain. So, f- fill us in, mate. Uh, well, just before that, actually, um, I saw some before this afternoon. Um, was it the start of 11 last game for Bayern Munich? Cost £90 million. I was astounded. That's insane, that. That is insane. I was I was absolutely gobsmacked. I was, I was just looking. It was like, was it Neuer? I think twenty-seven million or twenty-two. And I think Thiago was was round about the same. The two yeah. most expensive, and then obviously Muller was academy. Um, was it Gnabry? Was he free? I mean, he couldn't even get West Brom starting eleven. Christ! Oh, <laughs> if I hear fucking Steve McManaman tell me that one uh, more time, I'm gonna drive to fucking <laughs> Liverpool and punch the cunt myself. I don't care. I don't fucking know about you, lads, but Tony Pulis told me he said Serge Gnabry's oh. fucking wank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, I, I saw that and I was just, yeah, I was just like, Christ, okay. Um, but yeah, Lukaku anyway. Cost us 90, Lukaku cost us 90 million. Yeah, <laughs> just puts it into perspective, doesn't it? But uh, yeah. yeah, anyway. Uh, Money well spent. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, going going back to the game. Um, I feel that PSG will score. I think Bayern Munich. Um, I mean, especially in the in the Barca game. I thought they could have been easily three one down inside the first ten minutes. Um, even in against uh, the game against uh, Leon, they could have easily scored a couple of goals, uh, Leon. Um, and I think that to go along with, I believe PSG have scored in 34 consecutive Champions League games, so they will score. <laughs> but Bayern Munich will probably just score three. So <laughs> that's how I'm, that's that is how I'm going to see it. Bayern Munich win 3-1, but, yeah. Ever the professional pundit. Uh, well, here's all these stats on why I think PSG will score at least one goal, but it doesn't matter because Bayern will score seven, so. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, is he? I mean, Lewandowski has been, let's be honest, he's been poor in this knockout tournament which we'll talk about on the next recording about this knockout tournament, how I, I think it's been fucking brilliant. I think these one-legged games are outstanding. Um, but we'll yeah, talk about it, it when, the, when it's over. Um, Lewandowski's not been great. Like, compared to what I've seen in the season, he hasn't been good. But he's still scoring goals. And that's what makes the world-class players where he's controlled games before, he's dissipated in games before. He still scored. Was it fifty-five goals he scored now this season? Like you, t- you're talking. You're, he's in Messi and Ronaldo category now. Like fifty-five goals wins you a Ballon d'Or, and he he's just brilliant. Nabry on the right, Perisic. If Perisic isn't working, they've got Coleman. Like you said earlier, the goals just come from everywhere. 
they, they are they are the best club team in the world. Yeah. It, it, it will take a minor miracle, I think, for PSG to win this for me. Because PSG is just shit at the back. And they've got no Kalo Navas, which means Sergio Rico, talking to Stich, another Stoke goalkeeper, <laughs> yeah. is playing in a Champions League final. Yeah, but let's put Mo- Moteng up top. Is it Chupo Moteng? Chupo Moteng, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another Stoke boy, let's get him on. I'm just, I'm just making sure that Sergio Rico actually played for um, Stoke. Yeah, he did. He, I think he got relegated with him. No, he sure. did. He played for. He played. <laughs> he played for. It was Fulham. He played for, which is oh, arguably, arguably even worse. Wow. One A and one B. Really. He's made two appearances for PSG, and one of them's the Champions League semi-final. The other one is a Champions League quarter-final as a sub. <laughs> he's obviously a big, big impact player that comes on in the big games. Just saying. <laughs> I just think. I mean, you're right about Lewandowski. The guy is just the best player in the world at the moment. And to think he's about to break the Champions League goal-scoring record, potentially, more than Messi and Ronaldo in a season, and the amount of games that Bayern haven't played. Much These one like games, by the way. My dad's an amputee, yeah? And I like my Champions League knockout games the way I like my parents. <laughs> with one leg. They are glorious, one-legged. They are absolutely fantastic. No away goals. <laughs> <laughs> no way, goes. Is that off the cuff? Is that off the cuff? And please tell me you've not been thinking about that all day. I've just because come out that of the time. That is sublime. Well, <laughs> seriously, like you, you get the point, yeah. I, I like, I like my Champions League knockout games. Like I like my parent one-legged. They are fantastic. No away goals. No defensive tactics waiting for the second leg. No bollocks. Like, the best team on the night goes through. Two teams that just have to go for it. Score goals. If, if you don't score the goals to win you the game, it's going to extra time and penalties. Like, I just like that. It's just tense, isn't it? Even yeah. if you're not a fan of the teams, it's just tense. It's so much more entertaining for the fans. And it just means there's so much more on the line for the two teams playing each other. I just prefer, I don't know about you, I, I much prefer it, mate. Yeah, I love it. I, like I said, I think we'll go into more detail on it on the next podcast because I know Lee Lee's a big fan of it as well and he'll have a lot to say about it. it it's a shame logistically that it's probably the last time we'll ever see it. But fuck me, it's been brilliant entertainment, hasn't it? We, we've seen we've seen some hell of games and in such a short period as well. It's yeah. why we love the World Cup. Like it reminds me so much of the World Cup and the Euros, where we've got footy on almost every single night. It's one game to a finish. Not necessarily what you said about the best team going through, but it's more like the teams that work the hardest in a way. Like Leon against City, Leon weren't the best team in that match, but they worked for it. I mean, I think they got very lucky with that second goal. I think that second goal should have probably been ruled out as for a foul. But it don't matter because City are out. Not getting a Champions League final. Unlucky for okay. you, Lola. And again. <laughs> just, a, just a yearly reminder, Pep is bald. <laughs> Sterling misses sitters. <laughs> oh, no wonder Harry Kane didn't square it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you I, what. I, I love and you Sterling. said Sterling's better than Neymar. Are you mad? I, oh, I'm I sorry. Do. Neymar I can hit the Sterling. target, can <laughs> Mate, if we... Yeah, that, if assist, gonna... that assist, though. That assist oh. for that goal. Yeah. Touch. Touch, yeah. lad. <laughs> who, who knows that you strikers behind you like that? No. Who knows that? that? 
that is pure that's, instinct. That can't be taught. That it literally can't be taught. That's why you pay two hundred million for a player <laughs> for that for that instinct. Another argument. Is it worth it? <laughs> Another argument that me and Lee will get into like we did in the group chat. <laughs> Does it ruin the transfer market? Mm. <laughs> no, it's not my money. I don't care. Yeah, well, yeah. You won't say that when it increases your season ticket price. <laughs> not when I'm getting a season ticket for Stockport County. <laughs> hey, County. Also, special mention to Witten Albion, who none of oh. you have heard of, but we've just signed McNulty. Go on, the big lad. Tramier's <laughs> <laughs> lot is our gain. <laughs> you might as well get Lee Trundle. Yeah, well, oh, he sorry. did a job, didn't he? What a lad. Yeah. What, what a, a guy. <laughs> yeah. Started his professional career at like late 20s. <laughs> Lee fucking Trundle. The only <laughs> professional saying, player deep into, his no- in, deep into the noughties and fucking 2010s, it was probably still smoking a 10 deck before he went back out for the second half. Him and him and Jack wheelchair. <laughs> well, what are we saying, guys? Is anyone giving PSG a chance? No. Uh, have to score two or three. No. Yeah, I mean, I think we, you go back to as well. Like the is this their first ever Champions League final? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know Bayern Munich haven't been there recently, but they they have been there and they have done it as a club before. Um, when was the one at Wembley the one against Dortmund? Was it 2013, was it? 12, I think. It can't be far off that, yeah. Because they, weren't they back-to-back? Was they, they lost against Inter and then they did not win against Dortmund. Was that back-to-back or am I getting that horrifically wrong? And they also lost to Chelsea as well in their own backyard. 2013, yeah. that was, I think. Yeah. Drogba! Yeah. I mean, will that will that count for summer? You know, I don't think so. That but, squad's completely yeah. different. I think it's it's basically sort of like fresh slate for both clubs. I know obviously Bayern Munich have, have won it. Is it five times in the past? I feel like they've won it five. I want I want to say it's five. I think them and Sevilla have both won it five times. I want to say that it's five times. Yeah, and I got it wrong. It was two thousand and twelve that Chelsea beat Bayern. It was two thousand and thirteen that they beat Dortmund. Yeah, I knew they'd been in back to back finals at some point. I know that they've got a history of winning it, and it's sort of in there. You know, in their club DNA to to win the major European tournament, but I don't think that they can rely on that. I don't think any of the players have have, have been on in this occasion, so I think it's a clean slate. Is this PSG? No, for both clubs. On, on the oh, right. I was going to say, yeah, you're only looking at Neymar. Neymar is the only one I think for PSG that's been in, and obviously Di Maria as well. Those two have been in Champions League finals, but. The serial bottle jobs, we've seen them bottle it so many times. It's it's actually shocked me that they've made it to the final. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was expecting them to get beat in the quarters. Or, you know, if it worked then, then definitely in the semis. Um, yeah, I thought Leipzig would beat them. Um, yeah, I mean, as, as, a, as a prediction, uh, I think it's an easy 3-1 for Bayern, I'd say. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Three. What are you saying, Collins? I think. If, I think as as good as it is that PSG have managed to not bottle it and get into a final, um, they've not bottled it against Atalanta and they've not bottled it against RB Leipzig. So, 
the, the pedigree of those two teams is no way near Bayern. The, the talent and God, even the bench, the, the, the bench that Bayern have got. You see the players he brought on for the semi. They brought they brought on two World Cup finalists the other day. It's just they've just got so much strength and depth. They're bringing. I mean, they've made Coutinho, who is a Barca reject at this point. Let's face it, look like a, a fucking prime Gerd Muller. He's coming off the bench in like the ninetieth <laughs> minute, scoring two against Barca. Do you know what I mean? It's just on the, they're all they all seem to be enjoying the football that they're playing under Flick. To think that they were getting beat badly in games under Kovac and just not looking good at all, and that was in this same season, is just mad to me. Like, yeah. I just can't believe the transfer- transformation just from one manager going out the door and another one coming in. I think they're going to wipe the floor of PSG. I think it's going to be about 5-1, 5-2. I was going to say exactly the same. I can really see 5-2. I could see if if they have Sergio Rico playing in net and the defence... Kim Pembe got injured in the last game. Whether he's fit or not is a different story. They have already got a misshapen defence. They've got no right-back because they stupidly let the right-back go to Borussia Dortmund before they even finished the Champions League. Like, very strange decision. So, they're playing centre-backs at right-back. They've got Marquinhos playing in centre-defensive midfield because Verratti hasn't been playing. They look misshapen. They haven't got anything apart from the front three. I think... I do think they'll nick a goal. I think they might, I think they'll nick two. But I could see, I could see five two. I could see a, a very high scoring final. But whichever way, Bayern are winning it, and Bayern are winning it comfortably. <laughs> I, I'm going to give them more respect than they're probably entitled to, and I don't mind being the Charlie Nicholas of the podcast and getting all of my predictions wrong. What a reference! So, <laughs> 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 oh, he's a titany. But I'm going to say <laughs> 2 1 Bayern Munich. I'm going to play it down. I don't think that they're going to romp it. I'm going to say 2 1. I do think it'll be an easy 2 1 and they'll play them off the park. But where it would usually have been a solid 2 0 victory because PSG have got that pace, I'm going to say 2 1. Yeah. So we're all agreed that. Bayern are just this big fucking Bavarian unit of a team. They were just going to plough through PSG. Yeah, and it'll just result in PSG spending another two hundred million next season to try and accomplish what they've not done. The thing is, with so PSG, what, oh. PSG are in a mess because if you don't win it this season, they're not going to win it at all. There's no, no way that Madrid let what happen happen again. There's no way Barca. Way back in it, Liverpool are not going to stutter like they did this year. If PSG do not win it this season, they are never, ever going to win it. We said this about Liverpool, though, didn't we? And all of a sudden, they won the Corona League this year. So I'm not going to discount them for the future. I think anything's possible in football. I can't see it, though, because I can see see Neymar and Mbappe leaving. Neymar's Um, definitely... No matter what happens, Neymar's gone this summer. Yeah. Where's I don't think it's this, but I think that I could I could genuinely see Barca making a play for him to get him back. Yeah. Or Madrid. I think one I think they're the only two teams that can get him really. But didn't Ooh. didn't he uh, try suing Barcelona and lost in the Spanish court? 
don't know, you're the Barca fan, mate, tell me. I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly certain that he tried suing them for some, some sort of transfer fee that he was entitled to and he lost. And yeah. he, he had to pay Barcelona like 20 million euros or something like that. It wasn't well publicised, but I did catch wind of it. I don't know the exact figures, but I know Neymar lost. So would you want to go and play for a team that you tried to take to a Spanish court and had to pay millions of euros out for? Yeah, because they'd fucking just give it back in a signing on fee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, money talks. Yeah, yeah it does. Because if you think about it, Messi, Messi is ageing. We can all agree with that. It's happening. He, he left Barcelona to become the star of a team. I think if Messi's on his last legs, or let me rephrase that, if Messi leaves, which has never looked more of a possibility than it does right now, he could go and be the marquee player at Barca. I've got the but exact figures. It's all the inputs. Go on. I've got the figures. So it wasn't 20 million. I over, over-exaggerated that. It was 6.7 million euros that he had to pay Barcelona. Um, basically tried suing them for unpaid signing bonus. It's still not ideal, though, is it? 6.7 million euros out of your own pocket. Mm. That's going to pay for why now? I mean, I mean, I mean it's, it's pocket change for Neymar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pocket change for Neymar, but still. Well, there you go. I mean, it wasn't well, well publicised, was it? You know, many people I do feel, I feel like Mbappe is destined to leave, though. I think Mbappe is he's probably destined to play under Zidane at Madrid. It's yeah. just a matter of, it's a matter of when and not if. Get rid of Bale. Yeah. yeah. Bale to Spurs, apparently. Yeah, that's heating up, isn't it? No, nah, uh, he'll stay there and play a load of golf still. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be honest, if you were him, why would you leave? You're going to get, yeah, exactly. you've got a guaranteed £64 million coming to you in the next two years to play golf. Yeah, play golf. Why would you leave? Not learn a word of Spanish <laughs> <laughs> and, and flaunt your Welsh flag around. That's, yeah. that's basically all he's done whilst he's been there. Fair play. Can't, I, can't slot, I can't argue with that at all. <laughs> Football's a young man's game. Why not? Yeah. He's still got a lot to offer for me, Bale. I, I just think for his yeah. legacy, he needs to go. Do you not think he's ruined his legacy? No, not yet. If, if he gets a move out of Rael and he goes somewhere else and wins trophies... I think everyone will forget about this. They can't go to Spurs then, can they? <laughs> uh, I mean, not often no. in my life does someone just no. stump me like that, but <laughs> make a very good point. <laughs> I, I'd, have him, I'd have him United. I really would. I think he would be a fantastic signing for us. We'd realistically get him for, what, 60 million? I think Madrid would be happy to get 60 million for him now. <laughs> yeah, I think Zidane definitely would. Yeah. And if we're not going to get Sancho for 120 million, which I still believe is going to happen, but if it doesn't and we want to progress the career of Greenwood, let's sign an experienced forward who would be happy to spend some time on the bench. An experienced winner. And yes, yeah. He is a winner. Let's face what it, mean, that guy can what, change. Games. What he did in the Champions League finals is, is speaks for itself. That's his legacy. That will always be his legacy for me. And I will yeah. always love him for that. Yeah. Always. Don't, <laughs> don't forget it, Liverpool fans. Honest to God. Take it in. Oh, Carrius has dropped it! <laughs> Honest to God, yeah, for me, it's just fail and fall on. 
Phenomenal. It's just unreal. I mean, to come off the bench like that in a high-pressure game when you need a goal and to produce that, I mean, you, you can't you can't create or teach skill and and quality like that, natural ability. You just can't do it. The lad is just unreal. I just don't get what Zidane doesn't like about him. Like, if it's his attitude and the fact that he's not learning Spanish, and it's all lifts and butts, so we'll never truly know. No. But I watched, I've watched Madrid enough this season and I've seen their options on the right wing. Rodrigo is not ready. Vasquez is dog shit. <laughs> Gareth Bale is fucking brilliant. Play him. I think, Play him. I honestly think that Benzema, as a striker, would love, would honestly love to have Bale playing on that right side, just lacing assists to him every week. Like Benzema's had a great season. Mm-hmm. Would he have had a better season if Bale was consistently on that right side? I think he Oh, would. yeah. Imagine I if Hazard could get himself fit as well. And then you've got the trio of oh. Hazard, Benzema and Bale. Don't, don't get me started on that, lad. I know he's had a bad season, but he is silk. Hazard is yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that's what I mean. On his they, they showed signs. They showed signs when the restart happened, when he was finally fit again, that him and Benzema were developing some sort of partnership. And if you could get the three of them playing together, and then you've got Vinicius Jr. coming off the bench as well, who is just electric. And yeah, my fast. signing of the season, Takifusa Kubo. <laughs> Kubo. He's just, he's just, he's just gone to a Villarreal, actually, on a season one loan. Right, the thing about Hazard, Hazard, yeah, used to be different gravy. Now he can't stop scoffing gravy. The guy needs to lose weight <laughs> and, and get his fitness sorted, man. He's just not looked in real match shape all season. I know he's, he's, had a, he's had a horrific, unlucky season with injuries. I know, I know that, but like you've got, you've got to be sharp when you're getting back into the team. Do you know what I mean? And he's just not looked match fit all season. He did not help himself when he turned up to pre-season training, and he genuinely looked about three stone all the way. Yeah, mate, you look, you look like you just had his twelve weeks scan. Like, what are you doing? You can't, you can't be turning up like that. It's not a holiday. No. Like you just you've had a, a season of a lifetime. For it's for Gareth Bale. Oh yeah, <laughs> the golf retreat. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not even like Gareth Bale's. It's not PGA. It's PGEA. Oh, <laughs> sounds like fucking. This sounds like Dale's dream yeah. fucking club. To be honest, they only want to go and sign for Madrid so can go and play some golf. That'll do for me. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> what's it, what's your handicap, Dale? Uh, I'm still working on that, mate. <laughs> His left leg, he's got a limp. <laughs> I was gonna say spelling, but yeah, all right, yeah, limp will do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so, in terms of if we just take it back to what <laughs> the topic in, in terms of <laughs> PSG buying, that's done. <laughs> I think, that's I think done. Lee said, if I remember reading his essay right. PSG are the best football team he's ever seen. They haven't spent enough money. They should spend 300 million more. And Sergio Rico will score a Penenka penalty against Bayern, uh, against Manuel Neuer. And PSG will win 5 0. That was Lee's prediction. So slate him. Fucking hell, you're reading the message, Danny. That's word for word. <laughs> nah, he, uh, he, said he, he reckoned like, Lee's a massive Bayern fan, and he, he just knows that 
that's going one way, Bayern three one. He said. Why do you think I started the uh, the chat before with uh, Bayern Munchen like that? Because <laughs> you, you know, if Lee was here, you'd just be getting shit like that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did not done his prediction in German. I, I wouldn't have been shocked. It probably wouldn't have been perfect German because. Hey, I'm not. I'm not sleeping, <laughs> mate. The fact that he can speak a second language is is much more than I can do. Uh, Ali, for anyone who, who's not understanding, Ali is is fluent in what's called street German. So <laughs> he's ninety percent there. I'll put it this way: if 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 he was giving it the bigger in German now with this match prediction, there would be a fair few people in Germany sat there going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. The last time Lee gave it the big one in Germany was when he fell asleep at the airport and missed his flight. Yeah. <laughs> True story. I feel, I feel sorry for anyone that like, misses this podcast recording because it's just going to get slewed. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I made sure I turn up to every single one? It'd be a fatal hey, day if I wasn't there. <laughs> you, you got away with it last week, Josh. Yeah, thanks, lads. I, I've, I've listened through the podcast. I did well. <laughs> Is it because I jumped on board last minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You save yourself. We made one comment about subpar football at Goodison, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah. I noted that as well. Thanks for that. But I, I think I probably redeemed myself But when I made the same comment when I jumped on without knowing what you'd said. <laughs> Synergy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. To support us, please follow us on social media by searching for at 4 one Sophie on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. You can also subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast stations, including Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and Anchor, as well as YouTube. Just search for 4 one Sophie. Thanks from myself, Lee, Danny, Dale and Josh, and we'll catch you next time.